You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Welcome back. It's another episode of Titties and Tacos. I am your host, Sparkle. And I am Tina D. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter B. Hey, girl. You're right. I'm good. I am uh, shaking the rust off of myself. The rust or the dust? Rust. You say you shaking the rust off? <laughs> yeah, or shaving it <laughs> the rust off. Pour, you pour coke on it. <laughs> okay. Somebody pour pour some coke on me, baby. Because <laughs> it's rusty. That's here. an expensive bath. Dum dum. Gross. Gross to all of it. But that's not me because I started. All the sound effects. I need a I need one of those. I need the um comedic drums. The you joke drums. Need the sound machine. We are not a more We are a yes the fuck we are. Okay. Even if we, we on seven eighty AM. This is your what they said it what do they say? Like your early morning traffic radio <laughs> show. I don't know. Cruising with Cootie. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hello to the people. Yes. Hello. Hi. We have returned to do this show. This is the next episode. Look at that. We gave you one episode and we gave you another episode. Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) Man, this scene, like, season one was obviously a little bit different because it was the, you know, our first time doing this. But I swear to God, like, some shit just flows so much better. And now it's like, wait, what? What are we doing? What are we saying? Yeah, I like... Here's the thing we we can tell y'all for sure. We ain't gonna take this much time off ever again. Nah. nah. We don't want to do that. No, because we can't afford to like relearn how to start a podcast. (laughs) We are too old. Nah, it's like when you put on lotion, but then you gotta put on like Vaseline and lotion on top of the lotion you already put on because you that ashy and rusty. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we are. But, you know, I appreciate you coming and sitting and chilling and listening to us. Uh, sort it out. <laughs> figure it out. Like, you know, good for you. Y'all are. Did you just say good for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Good on you for just spending your time here. I'm just saying, we can't say that they weren't here shooting in the gym. This is the gym. Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. So, welcome. That is our opening segment. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you got some titties or something? Boy, do I. Both (laughs) on and for today. That was very much the case. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm coming in hot this week. With Show Rainer. us your titties. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh, uh, no. But yeah, no, I have actually three pairs of titties. Uh-huh. Um, what the week. fuck kind of anamorph yeah. shit you got going on? Exactly. But no, I will be highlighting three very special women in my life. And more importantly, life of this hair on my head because does she have a name 
Yeah, all three of them have names. No, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about Yodana. Oh no, I tried to name her and she's just unruly and aggressive and didn't like to be told who who where she is. So, oh, okay. <laughs> she remains on that. Most of the time, I call her a bitch. <laughs> well, that's why she act like that. People respond to how you how you uh, reference them. Every time I try to talk sweetly, she's also still a bitch. So somebody, <laughs> I got to figure out what these lovely ladies have been calling her because they're the only people that's ever know what to do with it. Got but you. My titties are for Verita Jones, Markeisha for my natural hair. I don't think I know Markeisha's last name. Do you know Markeisha's last name? I was about to say it to you said that. Oh, no, I, I don't remember it now. I was going to say it. You threw me off. <laughs> Well, we'll get. But Marquisha from Hair Goals three one three. If you're looking for their shop, yeah. So y'all should know her. We've had her on the show. She is a friend of the podcast, as as it were. And they have so, their own show on this network. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume that she can be on first name basis with y'all because she's been here. Um, and the last one is Anissa Samuels. These three women comprise my entire hair life. Okay, because let me tell you something about me. I, although I have gone through different endeavors, I now have gotten to a point where I will do and occasionally enjoy doing my hair. There is nothing like having somebody who that is their passion, that is what they do, and they're good at it, do your hair. So it's not just that they are hairdressers. It's not just that they are Black women, but it's that they are Black women hairdressers that love hair and have each in their own way done phenomenal things with my personal strengths. I cannot recommend them enough. Um, Verita took me through my entire I'm in this white man's school career um, with when I was wearing my hair straight. And I haven't had a perm in my hair since I forced her and begged her to put a perm in my hair. She allowed it to be there. And she then seeing that my hair was breaking said girl your hair just don't like it and I'm not putting another one in there amen amen for wisdom you know what I mean that was genuine love I was 19 I wanted a perm I imagined myself getting into somebody's pool at any time not the case I never (laughs) get in pools however that's what 19 year old me wanted she did it once at half power of a kitty perm and my hair still broke off. She looked me dead in my face and said, we are done with this. This will not happen anymore. And so from that point forward, she just kept my hair very much bone straight. And that's what I wanted at the time. And it was gorgeous. You remember. I it do. was beautiful. Yep. It was like, love my time with her. Couldn't imagine having anybody else doing it. Phenomenal woman. Um, Marquisa did the most beautiful hair that I've had as natural hair, like natural hair styling. Oh my God. Just gorgeous. Perfect every time. The only wash and go I've ever liked, she's done. I don't do wash and goes because they're a lot of work and they are not as go as they need to be. No, <laughs> definitely not. They're not go. Okay. More wash than go. They're definitely more washed than go. Um, but she was the only person to this date who has put one in my hair. And I 
fully loved it. It did everything it was supposed to do. It gave everything it was supposed to give. And she did the the best my hair has ever looked has been the hair she did for me when for our wedding. Oh God. Amazing. Amazing. So she deserves her highlight for that. And then my last one is a new friend, a newcomer, uh Miss Anissa Samuels. Um Here's the thing, another fun fact about moving out to where I am after being in Detroit, the hair capital, okay? Or at least one of them, okay? There's a hairdresser on every corner. Um, I didn't realize that wasn't the norm, like a, a lot of things I didn't realize wasn't the norm. Um, so I got out here and tried to find somebody who was going to do my very natural hair um, and could not find anybody. To the point that I said, Lord, I really need somebody to simply trim my hair at the very least. Maybe I'm doing my own hair forever, but I can't cut it because it will be a mess. Um, I found Anissa and I knew she was the, the person for me because she had a full list of COVID protocol and capped it off with a scripture. I said, Lord, look at you. And <laughs> what was provision. the scripture? Oh, I don't remember. I know it was from Philippians, but I can't remember which one, but it was, it was perfect. It was timely. Um, she is, um, she's wonderful. She does my hair now that, um, that I'm out here in the Vegas area. If you are looking for somebody to do locks or natural hair, she is literally the only person I would recommend. Everybody else was very sketchy and minimal. And... <laughs> Um, what the I fuck does minimal and minimal? What does that mean? Minimal in minimal, their COVID efforts? Minimal and minimal. Minimal in every way. Okay? Sparse. Their, gotcha. their COVID efforts, sparse in their information, sparse in their ability to do my hair without doing something weird to it and or making it look better than it would look if I did it myself. So... Fair enough. Yeah, so she she is on Instagram. I will have put her tag because she's still the the other the other two wonderful ladies that I named have well established uh, places. I'm sure I'm not even sure Verita is still doing here. Um, obviously, here goes three one three. You guys know about them, and then I will give I will give Sparkle Anissa's. Um, IG handle to put with the description. So look in the description if you're looking for somebody in the Las Vegas area to either tend to your locks or to your natural hair. She is she comes highly recommended. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to shout them out. They those are, are the titties people. of the day. Those are the titties of the day. Um, and yes, I truly enjoy. So yeah, awesome. That's that. Okay, well, moving right along, today's episode is brought to you by the letter B, and my babe is going to go first. Oh, hey, I forgot I had just said that. Yes, <laughs> and B for babe. Yeah. Um. Okay, so my B today is for bless your racist heart. Okay, and I am sorry, everyone. I should have gone first. <laughs> mm -hmm. Probably, but we're here now. You let this happen. Um, so gather around, kids. 
I have a story to tell. Wait, why is um, Texas? Did you say bless your racist heart, Texas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like Texas. I, I like Texas. Um, I know. If I never go back, it'll be too soon. And here's why. Okay. Okay. Tell us. Tell you know, us. I love barbecue. I love bris- brisket. Right. And steaks. Okay. I will have them things overnight delivered before I set back foot voluntarily back in Texas. You want to know why? Here's why. Um, you remember when Texas froze over in February of 2021? Yes, I do. Because all of the oh, Texans okay. on my timeline, my family was complaining about it. Correct. Here's the thing. Um, I remember it explicitly because I was definitely there when it happened. Okay. It's the equivalent of somebody coming to California for the first time and they have like a 7.8 earthquake. Do you think them niggas going back to California? Yes, because people are fools. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not a fool and I will not be back. Texas showed me a terrible time last time I was there and I will not fucking be back. So, here's the story. Um, Y'all weren't hospitable, Texans. Oh, my goodness. Here's the thing. You know how you see stuff on social media and you be like, oh, them niggas is exaggerated or it's only happening to a couple people so it can't be that bad. That's how I felt about Florida, man, until I went to Florida this year. (laughs) Oh, who? What I'm saying is everything that you saw if you remember, because maybe you don't. A lot of stuff has happened since then. You weren't necessarily there, and that's fine. But allow me to refresh your memory in case you have forgotten. There were things all over the internet about people's whole roofs caving in, um, water coming in from all sides. Yep. Nobody fucking power. Yep. Old people were dying in their homes. Yep. Um, the power company decided to also still charge people even though nobody had power. Good old um, capitalism. Because capitalism. Um, the roads and everything had to be shut down because again, it's Texas. They don't deal with snow and ice. More important to this story than the snowstorm is the ice part of it because as any good Michigander knows, snow is not the problem. If we have snow, that's fine. Okay, dig your way out, make your way. Snow provides a good thing called traction. Um, if anybody's ever driven in the snow, as long as you keep your shit together, you'll be fine. Okay, and not have shitty ass tires, but you know, sometimes it'd be that way. Um, ice is a different story. Ice is a problem. Ice provides zero friction especially if all this air is ice. The issue I had was I was there to go to work. I work in hospitals, primarily hospitals and doctor's offices. This particular work assignment, I was working in a hospital. You know what that means? That means that it does not close because calamity has befallen the earth. Um, It is still open. If the hospital is still open, guess who's still going the fuck to work. Okay. Um, again, I'm from Michigan. I can drive in snow and ice. 
that is not a new experience. What is a new experience is ice skating in a car into a parking lot. <laughs> that is new. Um, the hotel, from the hotel to the hospital is pretty much a straight shot. And I thank the dear sweet Lord for that. However, um, have you ever just managed a glide and slide into a parking lot? Have you ever done that? Um, not unintentionally. <laughs> okay. Now well, turning I your mean, four wheel drive off because you're from here and you just want to fuck around on the ice. <laughs> That's something different. Yeah, that's something different. Um, here's the thing. The street was a straight shot, but the cross street between where the hospital was and the street that you're coming off of was up a hill. Okay? At the top of the hill, there was a solid patch of ice that was there the entire time, even when things started to warm up. I don't remember if I ever saw the road again. Okay. So the world's thickest piece of ice up this hill. So you would drive up it and you would have to make sure that your momentum was enough to tip your car to stay at that light or to power through the light because hopefully it was green. It's the most dangerous thing that I've ever had to do. I did it. And honestly, I was impressed with myself every morning that I didn't roll back down. The <laughs> oh, no. Well, I, here's the other thing. Because of how the grid and this particular town I was in, half the town had water and the other half of the town did not have water. Do you want to know what part of the town I was in? Take a guess. Inquiring minds would like to know. You guessed it. I was in the part of the town with no water. Of course. Here's the thing. It's not until you have to collect snow to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's your life. What? It's not exactly where you thought it would be. (laughs) It was something about that action alone. Uh -uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if the people heard you. You wouldn't say that again. I had to go collect a trash can, a hotel trash can full of snow in order to flush the toilet in my hotel room because my side of town did not yet have water. So wait, I got questions. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. I'm here. Okay, so like... You have this trash can full of snow. Did you pour mm-hmm. it into the toilet first and let it melt, or did you just shit right on top of the snow? <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful question. I'm sorry. I can answer this in detail. So, what she did is first thing in the morning, right? You collect the snow. <laughs> Put it in the trash can. Why is this? A, why is there a process? Because I am a scientist in nothing. <laughs> okay, and what I know about ice and water, <sighs> warm it up because we did at least have heat, and that was the win. So how did we you warm it up? So you just brought it inside. It's snow. It's gonna melt. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. You bring the first batch inside, and you just put it in the toilet and let it melt. Okay. 
Then you get two or three more batches because by the time you get off of work, because as I told you, the hospital open, I'm going to work. Um, by the time you get back from work, you'll have two extra buckets of water. So that's three, three whole shits. Three whole shits. You can't bathe in it. You can't drink it. Um, but at least you don't have a cesspool of porta potty water in your bathroom. So there was that. Um, oh obviously, anything <laughs> run on bottled water. But the saving grace there was whenever I go to work these projects, I when I first get there, I go and buy like a, a huge quantity of water just because, again, my Michigan sensibilities have made it where I don't trust other tap water. So I always buy water um, when I'm out of town. So fortunately, I had enough water bottles to do things like clean myself and have drinking water um, and a wash maybe a pot um i was definitely at one of those extended stay places thank god so a lot of things jesus really you know i would have appreciated if he was just like hey baby girl you don't have to go work um this project that would have been cool but seems how he did not say that um he at least made it before the snowstorm had come in um i had cooked a big pot dinner um, and like I said, I had bought the water and I had purchased a bunch of plastic and I don't normally do that. I, I don't normally buy like paper, paper plates or plastic plates and forks and spoons when I'm in those places because I will just wash dishes. But for whatever reason, I was feeling particularly lazy um, and I went ahead and bought that. So I had all these items that were disposable and I had enough food to last for a while. I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to worry about cleaning dishes. Um, but I did have to microwave fucking water to bathe myself in not cold water. So how long did that take? (laughs) Um, I have never spent more time to get (laughs) in the morning to look shittier in my life. (laughs) Is what I will say. Um... I got up because I had remember you're like a you're like an urban frontier you're like an urban frontiersman. <laughs> first thing I have to do is go, get up and collect. I, I do. <laughs> then when I get back, oh wait 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 did you did you call it toilet milk? Your toilet's milk <laughs> is that what you said? I said toilet snow, but toilet milk also works. I, so, and buy that. Um, not buy that. I had to go collect that outside. <laughs> this um, foraging, <laughs> foraging for toilets. No. Then I inside. I pour two to three bottles of water in a large bowl to take a nineteen hundred, <laughs> not nineteen hundreds, probably eighteen hundreds version of a bath in a water basin. This is the um, worst fucking story I've ever heard. This is why I will not set foot in Texas. 
<laughs> Texas did not do. You know what? I got to defend Texas. Texas is not responsible for this miserable ass fucking turn of the century ass time. You had oh, yeah. bathing in a bird bath, bitch. That is not on. That's not on the state of Texas. Yes, it is because the state of Texas was so ill prepared for the random possibility. <laughs> I've been in southern states that get snow, and yes, their roads are not great or they're not super prepared or whatever. I've been in that, that part's fine. Texas infrastructure fell apart because it <laughs> snowed and sleeted. That's because days. they're the south of the south. It should not be doing that. <laughs> like They shouldn't no. have to prepare for that. No. Their electric grid fell apart because they decided they were Texas. And as a result, it. so is she, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Listen, they decided they didn't need to be a part of the national system only to let that shit fall the fuck apart. They decided that they didn't need to update their motherfucking pipes ever, ever. Who knows what's in that water? But that's why the pipes fucking froze. We didn't have water, not because of anything other than the pipes to the city. The city maintained pipes. The state maintained water system was frozen solid. These are all preventable things that you should simply do that I'm sure a city planner has told you to do that you decided, nah, I'll take my chances. And here I am in your fucking chances. Collecting snow and water basing bath every morning. Then get to a hospital full of people that can't None of the toilets in the hospital worked. That was a nightmare. That was ridiculous. What are people doing? Oh there was one gosh. man who was perfectly fine. There was one doctor who was perfectly fine, and I made friends with him. You know why? Because he already lived in the wilderness. The first thing he showed me the first day I saw him was a rattlesnake head. I'm like, oh, you the nigga to fucking know. Okay? <laughs> that nigga was fine. Okay. Oh my God! Like, Not you out here working with naked and afraid. Nigga, I've never, I've never been more friendly to a man that had a pelt in his office. <laughs> okay, I made quick friends with that nigga. <laughs> Hello, sir. What can you tell me? Oh my God, Dog. Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> It was absolutely the worst. Okay, it was the worst. And as it as the final nail in the coffin, as it uh, finally started, things started to lift. We had got running water back in the of the hotel, right? So I went to. We had got it during the day, so I hadn't been back yet. Um, to to my room, I decided that I need to stop at Target. However, the water at Target was not on yet, and I desperately had to pee. And in the final day of this treachery, I had to return to a porta potty outside of the Target. You know my Oh my God. The first porta potty I've been in since we were at Delhi. I had not been in a porta potty since that night. Since the night you met your husband. Mm. Sure. Mm-mm-mm. Let's put that on there. But in all actuality, it was seven years 
seven full years since I had put myself in a quarter body and I had no choice because that's all Target had because Target's water still hadn't come back on yet. Well, at least they had a porter body for y'all. They could have just been like out of order and that was it. You figured yeah. out on your own. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they want people pissing and shitting on the side of Target because that's the <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> Oh no, look at that man shitting himself. Like... I feel like exactly. also in Texas, people would just pee and shit on the side of Target. So, yeah, that's part that. of Texas I was in. I'm sure that's exactly what would happen. Um, so, yeah, for all the things that Texas is terrible for, um, you know, they won't let women control their own bodies. They're wildly racist, don't believe in COVID, all those things that I 100% hate about Texas. Um, that was this this is hands down the worst i will not be back zero out of ten do not recommend <laughs> thank you very much that my <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow okay i just had to tell that story it's oh been over a year and i'm still not over it i just want that to be said i will never be over the fact that i collect the snow to take a shit like no no as in all the different versions of my life that I imagined, I did not think, I did not see um, a 35-year-old me doing that at all. Maybe a younger version, who knows? But not me, not at this age. But yeah. So uh, that's my B. <laughs> that is as hilarious as it is tragic. <laughs> It was a tragic time. That shit huh. is really fucking bad, bro. Yeah, this was very cathartic. I needed to do this. I needed to put this out in the ether. Yeah, you've been holding, because you said 2020 what? 2021. Yeah, so you've been holding on to that. <laughs> yeah, when the ice storm happened over a year ago. Okay. Ugh. More All people right. needed to know. <laughs> More people needed to know? Yes, for sure. Okay. Sure well, now they is. know. Do you feel better? But now that I you've do. shared that with the masses, honestly, I feel fantastic. <laughs> and recorded ever forever in the annals of the void. Okay. I'm yeah. All right. Well, that was Tina D's uh, B. <laughs> mm-hmm. My B. I don't even know if yeah. I can follow that. <laughs> like, I'm still over here just <laughs> laughing. That shit is hilarious to me. <laughs> I'm glad somebody enjoyed it because it wasn't me. It was like, I'm just real. trying to picture you, like, foraging for toilet milk. <laughs> That's genuinely what it was. And it's just and so funny to me. I watched other people do it so poorly. Like, they were Jesus. looking for pristine snow. Like, this snow wasn't going directly into, into the toilet. fucking toilet. Yeah. If you don't pick up the snow... Like, it's here, already not- been pissed in. So what? <laughs> gather it anyway. Just gather it. People were doing I need you to know that the next time I go to a farm-to-table restaurant here, like Coriander, and they're talking about foraging and gathering, like... I'm just going to think about my wife's version of having to gather. <laughs> it's terrible. I was not made for this. That was not, this is not who I am. At yeah, all. bro, that shit, wow. <laughs> all 
All right, moving on. I'm going to try to move. I, like, I'm mad I'm still giggling about that shit. That shit's so funny to me. All right, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. My B is uh, one of my, two of my, uh, two and one, favorite things to talk about. Okay. And it is called Big Boys, Beards, and Brussels. Oh, my. Oh gosh! <laughs> no, no, like, huh? I what? My problem, <laughs> my problem is, is the Brussels talking about Brussels sprouts? Are you really? We gonna talk about Brussels sprouts? I mean, we're just gonna get there. You're gonna take this ride, okay? So, oh my big talk boys and beards. The power of a big nigga in his big black beard. Okay. They're cozy both the beard and the big boy they are protective both the beard and the big boy and uh, I just I like big guys like I've said this before I talk a lot of shit so you have to be a respectable size if I am going to indeed respect you um those are facts (laughs) Like, I get into it all the time with people that I, you know, I went to high school with. Um, Because I am five feet, people feel like, oh, well, you don't deserve. And I mean, literally, they use the word deserve. Like, you don't deserve a man over six feet and as big as you like them. And I'm like, oh, but if only you knew. You know, like, it's part of... um, it's part of the costume. Um, part of the makeup of me is having... Costume? Yeah, you know, having to put on the big boy, you know, and knowing that I can wear him wherever I go and I'm going to ah. be good. Like, I'm not just going to be... Not anymore. I'm not just going to be out here being reckless. But, you uh-huh. know, let's just say I do find myself in a situation where, um, you know, those... Uh, special expletives are used it's nice to know like when my Thanos rolls up you gonna sit down <laughs> so you said you're not going to do it because I feel like yeah I said I'm, I said I'm not gonna do it anymore like you know okay. some things have changed so okay. presently no I'm not mainly because you know there's this growth that happens and you like okay I gotta be responsible and and this was a conversation that took place with a, a big a big dude I was talking to who is reckless as shit still is and his whole thing was like I'll air this bitch out for you but you gotta be responsible with that and I'm like okay fair enough you know it's nice to know like you are being transparent and upfront like I got you ain't nobody gonna say nothing to you ain't nobody gonna do nothing to you but understand what I mean when I say I'm gonna air this bitch out I'm gonna air this bitch out so I'm like you know catch a charge because of some shit you didn't start it or you're a part of and so be responsible with that you know and i'm like all right you know what i can't just be out here being reckless like let me let me chill the fuck out because i'm not gonna be the reason my nigga gotta go sit down yeah please right you know yeah like i I like you i like you to be around i don't i don't (laughs) want you you know on a a and e documentary because i got into it with somebody at cuzzo's but um Mm. 
But yes, big boys. Like everybody wants a big nigga in the fall. Everybody is going after the big guys. You know, when the leaves fall and y'all want to go pick pumpkins and shit with a big nigga, right? I like big niggas year round. Give me that big ass belly when it's 92 goddamn degrees outside. That's when bitches don't be wanting y'all. They be trying to set y'all down, right? Either to go be have city girl summers or just go get them a little nigga that, you know, don't take up all the bed and all the air condition. I am perfectly right. fine paying, you know, extra hundred dollars to DTE because you exist, babe. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, I love men most nowadays I feel like most women love men with beards like you hard pressed to find a woman that just does not like a beard although there are men that walk around and shave their mustache and their beard beard I always thought that was a little sus um but only because I was raised I'm just been conditioned to think that there's nothing wrong with that I just personally have an issue um because (laughs) my daddy said I should so there's that um but I love a man with a good well-groomed beard like a man a good beard will make me shut the fuck up but a great beard one that is mm-hmm. properly maintained cut trim oil when it smells good it's shining a great beard will have me meeting you at the door with a pussy platter that's all i'm saying like a platter full of pussy mine yeah, and yeah. only mine but nevertheless <laughs> bitch gonna be on a platter uh, are you sure platter is the word you want yes to yes because you're gonna get the pussy in every every motherfucking dimension possible you, you gonna listen it's gonna be it's gonna be a pussy festival in that bitch that's all I'm saying. Because you have a well-groomed beard. Like, I like... So, I don't just want a big sloppy-ass nigga. Like, let me, let me also be clear about that. I want a guy who takes care of himself, knows how to carry his size, weight, size, whatever. Um... And knows how to, you know, knows how to dress, smells good, looks good. Nails aren't muddy because that just bothers the shit out of me. Like my mama always says, if your nails are dirty, your body dirty. And I believe that wholeheartedly. So, yeah. um, you know, you want somebody that's that's well groomed and, and takes care of their, their hygiene and does proper maintenance. But mm-hmm. I also want somebody that can just swoop me up and tuck me under his tummy. So, you know, and just carry me in his little pouch. Because I got a pouch. So we got pouches. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I feel like the big dudes, they don't, they don't get love year round. They're, they're only, you know, an accoutrement for a certain seat. There's a seasonal accoutrement and that's just some bullshit. Like catch a, I mean, I- catch a big nigga with some nice calves and some nice legs in the summertime, baby. Oh baby don't oh let them be chocolate don't let them be chocolate in some in some nice little uh cargo shorts or something with the legs you shining are, and the calves popping you very much <laughs> all the that i am a married person right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i know i know your thing is watching a nigga carry some shit <laughs> like can you just can I just watch you carry this big tower fan somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me see them calves pop. But <laughs> you can get up off the ground. <laughs> just be just be aimlessly setting shit down on big heavy boxes on the ground. Like, baby, pick that up for me. Carry that over there for me. <laughs> Listen, I can't wait. I can't wait to have a, a husband. <laughs> 
<laughs> big husband with some nice calves mowing the lawn or some shit because when I tell you I'm gonna be the most extra bitch in the world and you know my like my thing is is watching a man do manual labor so like cutting the, doing any type of fucking yard work shoveling snow mowing the lawn whatever y'all know car- carrying my mulch that's my thing so girl I'm gonna be listen I'm gonna have on the cutest of outfits okay little sundress or a bathing suit something with them little pop up tables my grandma you remember them portable tables you could set up and the umbrella come with it and the and be four little chairs around a little pop up table Mm-hmm. Honey, I'm going to set that thing up, sit right on down with my lemonade, my big hat, my badass shades, and I'm going to hold up signs. And I'm hold up 10 out of 10 signs. I'm going to just make me some signs to hold up that just say all kinds of inappropriate shit. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. You think I won't come out there on that riding lawnmower? You got me fucked up. I sure will. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> so... You just walk around like a ring girl. Like, yes. Cry. Girl, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Then they're going to be so tired of me. <laughs> and see, that's the truth. That's the real part. <laughs> like, that's the question I'm scared to ask. Like, we were um, visiting my sisters, and they have a game called Best Friends where you play with couples and you ask questions about, um, you know, you either ask. The women are posed questions about the men's on the group and or vice versa or whatever, right? Or however the couples are set up. No judgment here. However, one of the questions that we just decided collectively, because it was uh, my sister and her boyfriend, my sister and her husband, and then uh, me and my husband. And so she picks up one that says, what is something this was directed to the, the person is the guy. So it's for the guys. You write down on the white. It's like the newlywed game, basically. It's how it works. So it's like, what's something that annoys you about the girl in the group? Dog, we just say pass. We're not doing that question. We yeah, that's the type of shit that end up in a fight. We don't make it back home answering them types of questions. I don't know what the answer is. I have some guesses. The public okay. answer is, baby, absolutely nothing. <laughs> you are you are the greatest blessing and gift from God. Of course, that's the public answer. But also, that's the question that I'm not very early on it was established that he was a very truthful and honest person. So if I ask the question, I'm going to get the answer. That's the question I'm not asking because I don't know if I can handle the answer. And they're going to be like, everything. We just move forward. <laughs> <laughs> just move forward. Yeah, I I'm not I'm well, I already know I'm gonna get on his fucking I don't even care. I'm gonna get on his nerves with that. Like, listen, I'm telling him out the gate, like this is the this is my thing. I love to watch you do all of the fix it manual labor things <laughs> around this house. And it really, you know, gets my gears going and um yeah, you want these booty biscuits is what I'm offering. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, put my baby in a little snowsuit. Let him shovel the snow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that is my first part of B. The second part of B is my Brussels. And actually, my topic is big boys, beards, and Brussels. Oh, my. But there's like a, a dash. It's a hyphen. And it says Brussels, society's incompetence, in parentheses. <laughs> what? Because... The reason that I tied it into big boys and beards, because everybody's, I'm sure you're like, wait, how does that, how do those go together, right? It's because the overarching theme is shit motherfuckers don't appreciate until it's too late. Okay. So 
like big boys that are on that are like I said a seasonal accoutrement motherfuckers just now discovering the deliciousness of Brussels sprouts not everybody up and down my damn news feed talking about some oh yeah no Brussels ain't good you got them you, if you have you had the Kung Pao have you had Asian zinc have you have you had Parmesan crusted have you go to hell just go to hell <laughs> go to hell everybody I'm can go to hell um I one of them people you can go to hell you can expeditiously go to hell and that's also the problem (laughs) because i still don't like it a lot okay well good then at least you're firm in your previously incompetent stance i can appreciate that (laughs) my problem is y'all want to pick up big boys when y'all want to because y'all don't appreciate them for real and now y'all want to fucking discover brussels sprouts and don't even appreciate them for real like i understand you know partially that as children the generation that raised us was boiling them little bitches like little cabbages and that is gross that is fucking disgusting nobody wants to eat that shit like that i don't want no boiled brussels sprouts i don't even as a person who loves them and has loved them for years at this point before niggas was on air fryers okay um i was chopping them bitches up and broiling broiling them in my fucking and roasting them in my oven so um i am just like annoyed because there's been such a harsh uh, take on Brussels sprouts up till now. And they were good some years ago, back when I was trying to get everybody to fucking rock with them. And niggas wasn't jumping on that, that bandwagon. Yeah. So sure. I'm annoyed that now I don't know if some rapper ate them or, you know, if they gain popularity on Twitter somehow or what the fuck you fucktards saw that made you go, oh, I'm going to like Brussels sprouts. But go to hell. And <laughs> they've been delicious for a while now. Um, welcome. Do not bastardize them. Um Treat them with respect, the respect they fucking deserve because they've been popping. Okay. They not new to this, they true to this. And just um just stop the disrespect. And if you're gonna like them, you know, keep liking them, even when they take them off of the sweetie surf and turf McDonald's menu or whatever the fuck y'all be following. Like I don't even know. But I guess um, it just turned into a rant. <laughs> I'm just just mad that everybody now <laughs> likes Brussels sprouts. Actually, took a turn. It did. Um, hey, I guess you got my real feeling. <laughs> they are healthy. They are a great seasonal vegetable. They can be like turned into so many different, you know, magical things and you know now people are just like oh yeah they're actually kind of good no bitch they delicious okay you should order them wherever you go i actually intentionally seek out restaurants at this point that have roasted brussels sprouts on their menu as a side otherwise meh i don't really want you what whatever you have i'm so tired of uh, and i'm glad most black people at this point have um grilled asparagus themselves to death I'm glad we, we've, we're moving on from that as a collective. And I like asparagus, but, you know, Brussels sprouts are, to me, better. Um, but there are just so many other veggies out there. Like, maybe, you know, discover a fucking zucchini, you dumbhead, before the rest of the fucking world. You know, maybe maybe try a vegetable. <laughs> you know, it's vegetable that I constantly forget that I like. What? And have to remember to put in stuff artichoke hearts like, yes see that's a good one I yes love 
I love artichoke hearts and that little brine. Like I know it's just salty saltiness that I'm really feeling, but there's something about like the tang of a artichoke heart that I truly fucking enjoy. And well, don't say that too loud because then it's gonna be on a McDonald's secret menu in quotes. I mean, how many people are really about to take this in? I'll be over it by the time this really blows up somewhere. And that's the thing. Like now, everybody wants to like you know. <clears throat> commandeer these um, Brussels sprouts as like, oh, I've been here. No, bitch, you, I've been here. The fuck, I'm a seasoned saint. You've been here, bitch. You ain't been here. I've been here. So, yeah, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that we both got some things. <laughs> apparently, apparently. This is this the therapy that we've been missing is just going on the podcast and airing our shit out. You're right, babe. You're right. You're right. This has been this has been cathartic. We've been thinking uh we've been thinking things a long time. And join our Bible group or whatever. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about this. Momentum and Marlo coming to a Zoom near you. The fact that that's not a joke is honestly what's worse. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Like, I'm sure at this point, whether you're new or old listening to this, you don't know whether or not to take this shit seriously or not. <laughs> Surprise when that's actually a real Surprise, thing. nigga. Surprise, we actually have some fries, nigga. Blue eyes, nigga. (laughs) I don't know how that always makes it onto every season of this show. (laughs) Right, while making it nowhere. (laughs) We just leave it as an inside joke, but don't ever follow through. (laughs) Okay, well, that's my B. Let's move on. Oh my goodness. It's a life hacks. Um, yes, yeah, life hack time. It is time for life hacks. Who is going first? Is it me? Mm, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, okay. Cool. Unless we got um, the same yeah. life hack. <laughs> oh, let's hope not. Because like, I told y'all on the last episode, I only got four. So this so is now you got two. three. Yeah. I'm getting ready to just have two. Here's number two of four. Um, this bitch needs 13, 26 life acts. I'm like, here's number two of four. Like, that's sufficient. I, I feel like we build up a better fan base if they know exactly who we are and what to expect. <laughs> no, one, no one lied to you about how this season was going to go, how these episodes were going to go, what what the life has to look like. Nobody lied to you. You are here of your own volition. That's, that's the important that's, that's the truth. <laughs> that is a truth. <laughs> anyway, life act two or four. Um use a shoe rack to stack your water bottles in your house. Um Nigger. somebody No. <laughs> No, 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 no. And that is a no for your ass. No. Why? No. No, no. You're thinking about the wrong water bottles. You're thinking about the water bottles that I like to buy. Right. And you're not buying no more. No. No. 
and I should. And honestly, not until you said that with such vigor did I even think about it in that regard. I was talking about when you buy a case of Oh, water. well, people call those bottles of water, not water bottles. Okay, well... Water bottles are what you collect. Yeah, this is fair. However, what I was referring to is instead of leaving that case on the floor with a hole poked in it, and then you just keep pulling <laughs> from until it collapses, because we've all done it, we've all been <laughs> Facts. Contribute waste in this <laughs> on this globe, okay? But instead of doing that, this lovely thing, somebody that we, somebody we which cast with posted post this along or reposted it a while ago, and I saved it. But um, you can take one of them five dollar shoe racks from Walmart, and they gotta be nothing expensive, and set it up next to your refrigerator. In near your pantry or whatever little space you have, wherever whatever space you leave in that uh, case in the first place until it collapses on itself, you can just replace it with a five dollar shoe rack and then set the water bottles up on there and have it be neat and tidy and not have the rack collapse upon itself when you run out of water bottles. Which honestly is the only and most annoying thing about just leaving them in the case and pulling from them. <laughs> like, yeah, the and then is. everybody obviously pulls from the middle and to keep the structure. Right. But then the, right. even those then get hard to pull out the one, the border bottles. Exactly. Exactly. You know what can solve that? Us just putting them on a rack. You know you're going to buy more. So I like the functionality. I dislike the disruption to the decor. And the case is not a disruption to the decor. Well, I'm not, I'm a person who takes I take all of the water bottles out and I put them in an outside refrigerator anyway, so I don't leave them in a case. Oh yes, because that's lazy. We are, we are both very proud of your outdoor refrigerator. <laughs> very adult of you for a refrigerator. <laughs> in the Congratulations! I'm talking about. Okay. Fuck you, well, fuck pride. you too. Fuck you right on back, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have just, two refrigerators. <laughs> I'm just mad because I want to. I want to buy a house now. I do have a refrigerator <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> Whatever you keep your flex. Your <laughs> that refrigerator is in the garage because it half ass works. That's why it's out there, and we only keep That's shit not- like water in there. Please. That's why refrigerators in their garage. However, that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> wow. Okay. You can gussy up the shoe rack to make it look like gussy. Uh, no, thank you. We're, you're done. You're done now. <laughs> that's why I say get the ones from Walmart. There's not enough tool for it to be that disruptive to your decor. Like they're just metal. It's a, just a rack. Yeah, oh, I know. I I can see it. It's not going to my house, but sure. (laughs) I like it. I think it works. Well, then let's see. Let's let's all see Tina D's shoe rack bottle hold. (laughs) How dare you? You just started, and you are already like, how? Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. It's a great idea. It is now your turn. Can I promise? I didn't shit on it. I said I like the functionality. I don't like the disruption to the decor. That is my honest opinion. I I think it is a very functional idea. Sure, you short on space. That's a great idea. 
It's better than keeping it on the floor in the fucking case. I totally agree. That's who I'm talking to. Two people that are leaving it on the floor in the fucking case. I was never talking to your two fridge ass. That's what I want you to know. Okay. I'm moving on to my (laughs) life hack, which is slightly elitist. So whatever. Oh, well, you have a theme for today. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought this was convenient, but now it's going to come off kind of elitist, but whatever. Um... (laughs) My life hack is a website uh, called goldbelly.com. And (laughs) Goldbelly allows you to order from any restaurant around the country. Um, So we recently, she and I went to uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And we went to a restaurant called Biscuit Belly, which was extremely delicious. Um, so I loved the fried biscuit donut, cinnamon sugar donuts. The uh, what else do we have? Too much of everything. Yeah, heart heart shaped biscuits with sausage gravy. Oh my god, god! And it was just just decadent and delicious. Mm. Um, and so mm. restaurants. So when you you know you go back home and you're craving something that you've had from a place you do not live, you can get on Gold Belly and they will. Oh, I've seen these people. <laughs> I just because I heard food. In my <laughs> and you can search for um the restaurants that you visited, patronized while you were out of town that you really enjoyed, and order um certain things. They don't sell everything, but some of the things um that they offer, you can have them shipped to your home and enjoy them from the comfort of your couch. You and sure can. yeah, like all kind of the really good bakeries. You can get steaks from certain places. You can. Get all types of cheeses and wine and biscuits and just all kind of soups and just really good, really good things um, from from Gold Belly. And I think it's a great way to help the restaurant stay in business um, during a time like this still because we are still in a Panasonic. And, you know, some restaurants are still um, fighting to be, you know, stable. And it's a sustainable way to patronize restaurants. So, goldbelly.com. Also, y'all should sponsor me because I just did an ad for y'all. Um, but yeah. Good cakes and bakes on here. They got who? Good cakes and bakes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a Detroit um, black woman owned LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. bakery um, that has delicious uh, vegan and non vegan desserts. They got some really good brownies. And um, Ooh, shut up. Yeah, really what? good brownies, and and I had a, a peach cobbler from there not too long ago. It was really good. So that's a yeah. place to to patronize. Good cakes and bakes. Miss, I forgot. Now I can get all of my stuff around. Okay, okay, it. okay, fat ass. We still doing a show. Do oh the- my bad. <laughs> See y'all, she her fat ass and pulled up the damn website as I'm giving giving the life hack, trying to see what Detroit offerings are on there. It's a good life hack. Listen, I told you I'm out here. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I haven't fully uh, assimilated to my new surroundings. I've been wanting home stuff. Well, now you can get bakery uh, brownies or whatever from your. That is actually your favorite bakery. So yeah, I'm I, I didn't know they were there. I got on here just to see what your bougie ass wanted. Now I'm sucked in. Right. Ain't see, see, you talked about me and now you're there. Yep. Now you're, you're right. here. Welcome. 
Well, that's my life hack. What an excellent life hack. What a good time we have What had. a greedy bitch. <laughs> she, she don't never be that excited about nothing I say talking about what a good life hack. Yeah, bitch, I bet it is. <laughs> Listen, don't be mad because I actually support your life, hey, Jesus. Oh, my God. Do you want me to <laughs> ship you a fucking shoe rack right now? Is that what you want no, for your bottle water? I don't got space for it. First of all, stop drinking water out of bottles and drink it out of cartons and save the fucking planet. You lucky I ain't go there. I'll let you talk about these plastic bottles. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I drink out of the multitude of water bottles, reusable ones, that you have told me I'm not allowed to buy more of. So I just keep mine in the rotation until I'm allowed to buy some more. Well, good. Whenever it is, I'm waiting for one of them to uh, conk out on me or for me to lose it so I can buy another <laughs> one. That's all I'm doing. That's my only goal. But anyway, um, that's it, y'all. This is, we made it. We made it. We here. We finished another episode. We did what? it. We did it. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> I just love that phrase. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> My people don't know how to do shit regularly. <laughs> <laughs> we, sh- we showed up. Just, just do some regular shit. That's why I Here we did. It. <laughs> okay. <sighs> anyway. This episode has been brought to you by the letter B and Marita, Keisha's, and Anissa's Phenomenal Titties. Those were our highlights. Hope you enjoyed. Um, you can find this episode and more like it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iTunes. While you are there, feel free to leave us a five-star review. And by five stars, I mean five stars and five stars only. Did you hear it? It's five. Five stars. Anything else, you can 100% keep that that. shit. We don't need it. We don't want it. We don't. We are not accepting negativity in this year of our Lord 2022. Okay. Um, You can also come holler at us at the Nacho Car, which is on Facebook for right now. Maybe it'll be on Instagram. Maybe it won't. We will see. Time will tell. But for right now, that's where we are. Continue to uh, share this around. Let let people know. If you know the other people that would be like likely to listen to this, share this episode. If there's other people that are unlikely to listen to it, share this episode. We don't care. Give it out to folks. And subscribe so you don't miss it. And that's all I have. So until next week... Eat some tacos, rub some titties, and we'll holla at you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.